name is Alyssa Robinson, and you're tuned in to the Treach Podcast. As we step into Holy Week together, I'd like to invite you to worship with us for Maundy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter. Check out all online and in-person worship options at tmumc.org Easter. Tammy Heiss is my special guest today. She is our Director of Communication, and her fast is about learning to rest, and she's taking it one step at a time. Please join Tammy and I in scripture and prayer. Zechariah 7.5 Say to all the land's people and to the priests, When you fasted and lamented in the fifth month and the seventh month for these past 70 years, did you fast for me? Pray with me. Lord, help me to choose you each day and to follow in the path you've laid out for me. Remind me of your precious love for me and the blessings received from focusing on you during this Lenten season. Teach me to demonstrate kindness and to show love in my daily walk. Amen. You and I work together, and as a result of that, we have had so many conversations about what fasting means, how we're going to talk about it throughout worship, how we're going to communicate it, and it's kind of forced you to think about fasting more than you've ever thought uh, thought about it before, and you seemed to have been struggling with the idea. Can you tell me a little bit about that struggle? Yeah, you know, I think that growing up, uh, you know, my mom was Methodist, my dad was Baptist, but we didn't really go to church that much. And I always thought fasting was a Catholic thing. I didn't know enough about it to know that it was a Christian thing um, or to, you know, that anybody could practice it. So I think I just kind of discounted it a lot in my growing up. So as I started to work at the church and it was something that we talked about more, um, it became something that was selfish for me. I'm going to give up, you know, a bad habit or I'm going to give up eating something that's not good for me. And I don't think I really ever got anything out of it spiritually. So I think in mine and your conversations, I started to realize well, and I, I mean, I always knew there was more to it spiritually. I thought I just wasn't getting something out of it, but I started to realize why I wasn't getting something out of it. I wasn't looking at it, you know, more from within about what was in my way with my relationship with God and what were those things that, you know, possibly hindered that relationship. And as you've given more thought to it, what are some conclusions that you landed on? that I was being really selfish every time I picked something to fast. I wasn't thinking about my relationship at all. So in, in now, when I was thinking about what to give up, you know, this, this time I, I, I still struggled with what it was because I didn't really feel like I, I mean, well, we all have things that get in our way in our relationship with God, but um, I didn't want it to just be a one and done kind of thing. I wanted to be able to think about it a lot more every single day. You know, what was it that, I could, you know, add back in as well as take something away to make that relationship stronger. So what what have you decided? What's your fast? Well, I know everybody out there is going to think this is really stupid, but... <laughs> But anybody, we're not allowed to call someone else's <laughs> fast stupid. <laughs> well, but I know anybody that knows me knows they see emails from me at three in the morning and four in the morning. I've always been a night owl and um, my whole family is night owls and we've always stayed up late. So I've decided that three nights a week I want to go to bed before midnight and those other four nights I want to take some of that time 
and and dedicated it to prayer and devotion. Um, you know, when the kids were little, it was a time for me after, you know, 10, 11 o'clock when the kids were in bed, that was my time. It was the time that the remote was mine, that the, you know, that I could go snack on whatever I wanted. I could do whatever I wanted and I didn't have to worry or answer to anybody. And as an adult, you know, I have to think about church. I have to think about work. I have to think about my family and I, you know, help take care of my mom. And so it's always everybody else's needs kind of before mine. So it's still kind of me time. So, um, and I know that that doesn't truly get in my way with my relationship with God, but now that I'm older, I don't get up as easy in the morning. So I don't have my prayer time as regularly as I would like in the morning. So I just felt like that this was a way kind of to recenter myself and really think about that time. Mm -hmm. So I set a little alarm on my phone to tell me it's time to go to bed about 20 minutes before, because I know I need to work up to it. (laughs) But, you know, I just feel like that hopefully that not only kind of maybe... I know we're not supposed to make it become a habit, but I would like to be able to do that more just because I think it would be more intentional in getting up early and spending that time with God in the mornings. And when I do stay up late, instead of watching TV or vegging out on uh, binging on something or, you know, watching the news is to spend time with God, even in that late night time. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people who gets those 3 a.m. emails <laughs> from you and we all appreciate your fast. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm just exactly. kidding. But no, it actually makes me think that, uh, as people who work in the church, Oftentimes, we get so caught up in seeing it as a job, we forget about the spirituality that's behind it. And just the fact that you're up late, and not only up late, but up late working so often. Sometimes I wonder, even though you work at a church, it's your work that Mm -hmm. is a distraction from God. And it's just so strange to work at a church and say, my work is a distraction. But do you think that that could be true for you? I think it's really true. It's so funny that you say that because I actually wrote that down as something I kind of wanted to to hit on when we were talking is that, you know, so often in the church, we think we're doing God's work, but really and truly we would come into the details of all the administrative stuff that has to do with getting Sunday done. You know, out of 52 Sundays a year, we're on this bike to make all of that happen. And a lot of times, I don't know if I think about God when I'm working all day. So, um, I mean, clearly I do, you know, at different times when we're talking about a prayer here or a prayer there, but do I focus any time on him? And, you know, people would think you work at church. Sure you do. But I think we get caught up like everybody else does in the daily grind of what's going on. And I think we lose sight of it often. I know I do. I don't know if everybody does, but I know I do. So how's it been going for you so far? Pretty good, actually. It was really weird last night when I went to bed. It was like 11.15. (laughs) And I kept thinking, oh, my gosh, this is like earlier than the other nights. And, and, um, but I really love the, the U version Bible app. So for me, I didn't want to have to come up with a certain devotion. I mean, I listen to the podcast that you've been doing and, and do some other reading, but that is such an easy way to, you know, wake up with God and look at that app and read. And I'm not one who likes the 40 day plans. I like the five day plans and the seven day plans. Cause for me, that's that bite that I really love the topic and then I can um, delve into it and then I'm ready to move on kind of after five days, seven days. But there's so many wonderful topics in there that hits on for like, I was reading one now I'm into about resolutions for life and um, 
I mean, I just, I really like them. They're easy and, and easy to follow along and good information. Yeah. Well, and this was a difficult decision for you because I'm the kind of person who I love going to bed early. I am in bed <laughs> by 930 every night and usually asleep by 1030. So the idea that you're having to say, okay, I will go to bed before midnight and only committing to three days a week to do that. Why did you decide on three days a week versus trying to do that every night? <laughs> Probably the selfishness of knowing I wouldn't succeed if it was every single night. But I just felt like that for me, that that was kind of that little toe in and, and which seems wrong. But I knew that those three days would still be very hard for me because every single night I probably don't go to bed before midnight. Why does that feel wrong to you? I don't know. It feels like maybe the commitment should be every single night. Mm. You know, it feels like, am, am I shortchanging myself and what I think that I can accomplish by not saying every single night, mm. you know? And, um, but I would argue just the way that you phrased that just now, I would argue that if you did do it every night, it would now become about you and what you're able to accomplish rather than being about God. Well, because yeah. it would just be either you would be really proud of yourself and what you've done, or you'd be really disappointed in yourself and what you didn't do. And then it starts to take God out of the equation. So I think it's okay for us to take those small bites mm -hmm. at a time. Well, one of the things uh, I've been reading that fasting book by uh, Lynn Babb, and she says some really great things in there about that, about, um, how it's fasting is not a time of self-punishment. I think that that is kind of what I thought about fasting before, but it's also not a time to boast about, look what I did and look what I accomplished. And, you know, let's post it on Facebook. And I'm not saying it's wrong to post on Facebook what you're giving up for a fast or anything like that, because it's not. Because a lot of times we do that also as accountability. But um, I do think it's really easy to get caught up in, you know, I'm giving up this really tough thing and, you know, everybody give me, you know, a pat on the back for it. So I know that that's not what everybody means, but I think sometimes that's what I meant, you know, when I would post that kind of thing. Um, even though I didn't realize it, you know, you kind of want the, the pat on the back for, oh, man, that's really great. <laughs> I do think you're looking for a pat on the back from God at the end of all of this or like, what are your hopes? What are your intentions for how it'll grow your relationship? I think that my intentions for me is that I have found that over time I have been making that time for God less and less and less. And I think that has come from my body not being able to stay up as late as it used to. So I sleep to the last minute. I wasn't taking the time in the mornings anymore. Um, and then it kind of makes the whole day frantic and the whole day is just kind of in this, um, not catch up, but just, you know, go, 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 go. And there's never that slow down time. And I just think that the mornings and the evenings are always the best time for that. So I thought, well, if I did, you know, half the week with doing my time with God in the, at night when I'm by myself and then half in the morning that I would just kind of, you know, do it both ways and still be having that happy medium. Zechariah 7.5 Say to all the land's people and to the priests, When you fasted and lamented in the fifth month and the seventh month for these past 70 years, did you fast for me? Please pray with me. Lord, help me to choose you each day and to follow in the path you've laid out for me. Remind me of your precious love for me and the blessings received from focusing on you during this Lenten season. Teach me to demonstrate kindness and to show love in my daily walk. Amen. Amen.